And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's the show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. DC Comics come out on Tuesdays. Marvel and Indie Comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday, here to talk about the whole week's releases. I'm your host, Mitra Pereira. I can't do it alone. That's why I brought two awesome guests. Uh, if you can see them, then you're watching our live stream. And that's on YouTube, that's on Twitch, that's on volume.com slash The Keeg Show. Uh, if you can hear us, you're listening to the podcast, and that's wherever you get your podcast from. We got like five different podcast things, so I don't need to list them all. But who I do need to list are my guests. Two of them have been on the show before. Uh, we have one, uh, Halen from New York, right? Right, Manny? Yes, New York City. We got Manny Batista, everybody, straight from NY, uh, the Big Apple. Yeah, all of those things. The city right. that never sleeps. Is that is it the city or is that Vegas? Is New York it, New York's the city that ever? I'm pretty sure it's New York. Okay, what's Vegas other than Sin City? I don't know. Okay. It's the city that keeps the lights on 24-7. That's the yeah. <laughs> You could sleep, but the lights are staying on. Exactly. Uh, How you yeah, doing today, Manny? To I'm doing great. I'm excited to yeah. talk about this week's comics. There's a lot of stuff that came out this week. so There was yeah. a lot. A lot. A lot. And um, we're going to try to get through uh, to all of them, but we'll see. Uh, I feel like <clears throat> this show is like on SNL when they do What's Up With That? And they never get to Lindsay Buckingham, Bucking, Lindsay, whatever, that guy at the end. And they never get to him. I feel like it's like that. We don't get to all the comics, uh, but we're going to try. So, all right. Let's see. Let's see how that goes. Danny, we got Danny, wait, wait, Glasgow, McGowan, because it's the opposite. We got Danny McGowan. (laughs) Hello. That's how how I I have to remember it. I'm like, oh. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Um, let's see. Uh, the video is not that great right now, but uh, our audio should be should be good. Let me... Uh, all right. I can hear me. Um, Danny, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, you know, just vibing, living my best life. It's Christmas time yeah. now, which means the Christmas come out so i see the sweater i yeah, see the I sweater have, wait did you a... say christmas jumper yeah because that's what they call it over there right jumpers yeah. jumpers yeah. okay jumpers, cool cool yeah. is it the so, same thing yeah yeah so I, I i guess jumpers are maybe more all-encompassing because you can include like hoodies and stuff as a jumper whereas oh, i guess okay. sweaters are more like this type of gar- garment <laughs> So very specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. It's a Batman Christmas. It is. Book. It is. I was very excited. I actually picked it up this week when I went to the comic book store. I was like, I got paid, so I'm going to buy it. Um, yeah, so. awesome. Uh, I have a couple, and hopefully I'll be able to. Uh, I guess it is December. It yeah, is. I should it's bust them Christmas. out, but not today. Tis yeah. the season, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tis the season. Um, a lot of comics came out this week. We got a lot of annuals and, like, anniversary, like, edition, whatever, for Gotham City Villains. We got a bunch of different things from DC, mostly annuals and a couple ongoings. And then Marvel, we got a bunch. Uh, We're talking uh, the end of Batman Fear State. 
uh, we're talking uh, 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 Wonder Girl number five. We're talking Wonder Woman um, Historia. You know, Human Target number two, which I didn't get to get to. Uh, on Marvel side, we have New Mutants. We got Marauders. We got Amazing Spider-Man eighty. Uh, we got Trial of Magneto number four. Um, so I guess the first question that I got to ask you guys is: Our you know our uh, uh, I'm going to switch it up. I just came up with the uh, idea. Uh, if Mariah Carey, uh, all she wants for Christmas is you, what do you guys want for Christmas or the holiday season? It could be, it doesn't have, it's not, it doesn't have to be an, uh, an item, but just like, what would you want from comics this holiday season? What would be your one wish? Ooh, that's a tough question. I didn't prepare for this, I, Dimitri. <laughs> I know. I didn't, I didn't tell you this. I uh, I just came up with it, literally on the spot. So it's like, all you want for Christmas is I got Stephanie it. and Tim to get back together? Like, I don't know. All I want for Christmas is for DC to collect the 1980s uh, Danny O'Neill and Dennis Cowan question in a way that I can read that makes sense because I read it all digitally, own it physically, mm-hmm. have shelves for a reason, but they have yet to put out an omnibus, an ultimate collection, or anything. They have that question series by Jeff Lemire, which is a direct sequel to that. But the problem with releasing that is that we do not have that main series collected anywhere. So I can't give people that uh, black label question, but without going, yeah, you need to know this book that you can only read digitally right now. So yeah, DC. Right. Uh, Fill my Christmas wish and release the Denny O'Neill and Dennis Cowan question in a way that people can read physically. That's fair. That's fair. And that's a good answer. Uh, that is a good answer. It's a bit of pressure. Um, mine's a bit lame in comparison. Um, what I want is, obviously, there's a Swamp Thing limited series right now, but I want an ongoing run of Swamp Thing, who is my favorite character, because, you know, the classic okay. Um, but mm. and also right now it's Levi Kamei as Swamp Thing, um, not Alec Holden. Uh, so Holland. So that was that's what I yeah. want. Yeah. Who's your dream writer on uh, Swamp Thing? I uh, see Scott Snyder's Swamp Thing. I mean, was was really good. New Fifty Two Swamp Thing. Um, see, Alan Moore is the legendary Swamp Thing writer, but I think Scott Snyder's Swamp Thing was top notch. Um, and I do like Scott one. Snyder. So. Um. That's a good one. Did you did you read the Gardener one shot? I did. Uh, I out? I have read literally every issue of Fear State um, that has come out okay. over oh, the last three months. Okay, so I, I, I would, all of them. <laughs> I was uh, when when we get to it, I would love your summation on Fear State because Fear State Omega came out this week, mm-hmm. and so when we get to it, I would love to hear your summation because oh. I didn't read any of Fear State mostly because, huh, I don't know. Many different I wouldn't. I'd um, skip it. Okay, cool. Oh, that's that's easy then. All right. Uh the gardener, they 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 created a new kind of villain character named the gardener, and they tied her in with Poison Ivy and Alec Holland and Jason uh Woodrew. Uh do you like that uh kind of all the plant-based DC people know each other? Yeah, it's kind, like of, it's, it's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, Jason Woodrow has connections to Swamp Thing like way back when, and then obviously also Poison Ivy. Yeah. So, but that makes sense. But like at some point, it's like they don't all have to be part of the green, you know? Like sometimes they can just like yeah. plants, you know? Um, but right. I actually, I did like I did like the Gardener um, Secret Files. I thought it was quite good. Um, but yeah. 
yeah they don't they don't you know they don't want me to be part of the green it's fine um but it's what it is only swamp thing yeah. can be the avatar of the green and i will fight for that <laughs> right but i mean it's kind of like animal man is the avatar for yeah. red but beast boy and vixen and like other people have access to it right yeah. Did so you know that the man bat serum means that you're connected to the red that's a fun fact for you interesting where did I hear about this? Did you do a video a couple, on it or something? I've made a couple of videos because I think it's a fun fact. Um, but yeah, I recently made a video about Manbat, but that would probably be where okay. it came up. So, Okay, that's probably where it is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, my wish, or my, yeah, my Christmas wish, uh, uh, you know, or holiday asking for, whatever, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, I think it would be... Um, I'm fine with Teen Titans Academy being an ongoing, but I need two more titles of Teen Titans. I want three concurrent Teen Titans, like Titans-related right. things. So I want Titans, teams. I want Teen yeah. Titans, Teen Titans Academy. That's totally like, Because there's way too many characters. There's way too many that's when I dropped the book. Yeah. Uh, this issue was was uh, was pretty good, and we'll, yeah, we'll go I think, over. I think it, picked, yeah. I definitely, it definitely picked up this week compared to previous weeks. I mean, the last couple issues were whatever. Yeah. I don't, you know. Um, all right. So those are our Christmas wishes. Uh, what are you, uh, bringing it back to um, uh, this week, what are your guys' picks of the week? What is your number one pick from this week? And we can start talking about it that way. We jump into the deep end here. I know you guys read a lot this week. Yeah. So, my my uh, pick of the week was Animal Castle. Oh, it, uh, one of your indie books, right? It, 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 yeah. Um, it was yeah. my favorite one that I read this week, for sure. Uh, it's by... What's the, uh, what's the company? Ablaze... A Blaze Studios, probably. A Blaze. Blaze Comics, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, um, oh, what's it about? It's basically Animal Farm, but in a castle. Um, so if you've ever read Animal Farm, you know, everyone's equal, but some people uh, or some animals are more kind of that kind of deal. I thought the art was really cool. Um, I really enjoyed it. Did either of you? I haven't, no. Oh. It was 10 out of 10. Um, it was really cool. I think I have it behind me. Um, but I did in my stack of comments on my bed. Um, but no, it was it's basically Animal Farm based in a castle. The main character is a cat. Um, so it's it's quite it's different from Animal Farm, obviously, but that's the kind of the the basis. The dogs are the pigs of this castle where they're like okay. the masters who get all the food and stuff. They're like, we'll give you rations. Well, we have to limit your rations down, but they're all eating like really nice food. Yeah, classic, classic Animal Farm business. But it was really cool. It was a really cool read. Um, so I would recommend picking it up. All right, all right. That's the brutal. closest I ever got to Animal Farm was um, that one volume of Fables. It was like volume two or whatever. Um, but I don't think they. I think they alluded to Animal Farm stuff, but it wasn't like a. I see. It wasn't like a. You know. I had to watch it when I was like in primary adaptation. school, and I feel like it scarred oh. me for life. <laughs> so, 
I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's why uh, a deep part inside of me that was scarred or bomb when I was like eight. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Manny, what you got? I've been in between two books for a minute, but I think the my favorite thing that I read this week was uh, The Me You Love in the Dark number five. Uh, mm. It is the end of this series. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it because I want people to go out and read it, but the basic premise is a struggling artist moves into this house that she realizes haunted by this being, uh, and they fall in love, and it's about their sort of tragic and really mess story. Uh, it's it's sort of a, it's five issues, but it's a slow build, and this is where sort of everything comes to a head, and uh, Scotty Young nailed it. It's really good, and Jorge Corona, I think, is the artist on it, and he did a great job. Uh, this book is, like, not necessarily scary, but it's been really creepy, and they, and this is the part where they actually get to do, like, the, the proper scare. So I, I really dig it, and uh, more people should check it out, particularly when it comes out in trade, because it's done now. So it'll eventually be out in, yeah. like, one trade. So it's worth, I think it'll be worth picking up once it comes out in trade. It, it stuck its landing? Yes, very much so. Because sometimes with, like, I mean, with any sort of media, like, episodic media or whatever, like a miniseries or whatever, like, how, you only get that one thing. You get a beginning, a middle, and an end, and hopefully it sticks its landing. Um, so that's good to hear that it did. Yeah, particularly something like this that was very, that was building up to it. You, I, I feel like very often I get anxious about stuff that's building up to something because very often that thing doesn't really live up to it, right? live yeah. up to all the buildings yeah. to it but no i think this did a great job of uh giving you like exactly what you wanted out of the end of this and surprising me in some really cool ways so all right we'll read all it right. when it comes out in trade <laughs> yeah uh danny have you read this no one? i haven't but when i saw it was on your pool list i like looked it up and i was like what's this um and it looked really interesting so i probably will pick it up when it comes out in trade because it definitely feels right up my alley so awesome um all right i i i love having you guys on because uh you guys show me these new comics that like i've never heard of or given the time to or whatnot and um like animal castle i would never have knew known existed i would have brushed over it if nobody on here was reading it then it's like all right i i wouldn't even like grab that image you know yeah um so thank you guys uh, for not only showing me, but like also the people out there that want to get into comics. They don't know where to start, but maybe they want like self-contained stories. Maybe they want like something with a like a uh, uh, you know a concise beginning, middle, and an end. Then like these indies are definitely you know worth their while. Yeah, definitely. It's like way less intimidating to pick up something that's five issues <clears throat> compared to. I yeah. don't know, a thousand and twenty-five <laughs> <laughs> random number I pulled out right, to happen. Right. <laughs> so yeah, but no. Was that I Detective mean, Comics? I think Detective is like a thousand and thirty something. Action Comics is a thousand and thirty-seven. Uh, so yeah, old. <laughs> yeah. Action Comics was ten thirty-seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. All right. All right. Uh. What? Uh, we got Sir John out there on YouTube, uh, so shout out Sir John. Uh, I don't know what Sir John is talking about, but thank you, Sir John. Um, I'm trying to think of my pick of the week. 
Um, and uh, uh, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Avengers 50, I liked it. I don't know if you guys liked it because I heard some complaints online about it. But like, I liked it. It was a it was a, like a big issue. It was Avengers 50, which is le- like legacy numbering at 750. So it's the 750th issue of Avengers. And they kind of just tied up the storylines and added some new things and some new concepts and kind of whetted your appetite for like what's to come. Um, and, uh, She-Hulk is back to her original form, which I had no problem with the big hulking, uh, She-Hulk, but she also wasn't smart as far as I remember. Like, she wasn't the She-Hulk we know and love. You guys have any thoughts? I didn't read it. I, yeah, I didn't, no? I didn't read, I didn't read Avengers either. Um, sorry to let you down, Dimitri, um, but... That was that was not one of my my many. It's all right. This week. Um, but I did. I, uh, I, I I imagine that I would probably agree with you on the She Hulk stuff because I remember there was a lot of complaints about the the yeah. She Hulk, and I imagine they've probably done it in prelude to the show coming out. Yeah. Oh, they definitely yeah. did. I mean, that's why like Moon Knight has his ongoing, and and She Hulk well, does too, and they're. Uh-huh. And Hawkeye's just come out, right? Kate, yeah, Kate Bishop. Hawkeye, yeah. Bishop came out this week. Uh, Kate Bishop Hawkeye came out. Um, and so, you know, uh, I like that. I like the synergy there. Yeah. I'm fine with it. You know? Um, and with Marvel producing all the content that they are in, in the cinematic universe, like, nobody's going to stay dead for long if they have something coming up. Right? Yeah. They're going to bring true. them back from the dead. Yeah. Um... Something that was cool in Avengers 50 is there's the multiversal Masters of Evil. So there's, like, evil villains from, from you know, different universes in the multiverse. And so uh, that was kind of cool. Oh, how interesting. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you guys didn't read that. But that was, that's my pick of the week there. Nice. Um, we all yeah. had pick of the week that so nobody else read. That's funny. How exciting! Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll have to we'll yeah. have to go away and do some homework. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. What What do you think everybody read this week? Uh, Action Comics ten thirty. Like all three of us. I didn't, but if you two did, we could talk about that. Which Which one? Action Comics. Action Comics. Yes, I did. I did. How How'd that go? Um, fun war world stuff. Um. The it's into I liked how they immediately had to switch to the the design from Superman and the Authority from what they've been using um pre. Oh, I have a whole that. thing about that. Oh, let's get into it. <laughs> it none of it makes sense because it still doesn't. It no because I still haven't gotten my answer to Superman and the Authority. They are suggesting that it is canonical to the current action comics, but that doesn't make any sense considering the Superman's from the future. Right but now, they've they've only added more confusion because Superman's got the gray temples now. Uh, he did because of some War World ish, right? And but te- like Superman and the Authority took place at, before, but also after. Yeah, it confuses me and it doesn't make sense. But uh, I'm really liking action comics yeah. right now. I think that. 
uh, it, it, there is a real uh, care for what Superman is and what he stands for, and what he sounds like. Even in here, uh, one of the one of the uh, was it Light Ray, I think, dies, and there's like a really tender moment between. Oh yes. Yeah, them too, which is really good. Also, they give you the, mm. the worst fake out in comics history at the very end there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I will have to read it. I have to catch up. Um, have you guys watched Young Justice uh, season four? I actually just caught up today. I you, you caught up today. right okay, before we cool. got on this show. Nice. Okay, uh, there's a reason I'm bringing it up, not just to get off topic. Danny, do, have you? Are you watching this they, season? So we don't have HBO in this country. Um, oh. so I have been unable to watch it. Um, but I oh. mean, I could probably use a VPN, um, to watch it, but... Use a VPN! <laughs> easy. Use a um, VPN. So, yeah. Yeah, that's um, probably the solution there. So much work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just use a VPN. It's worth yeah. it. Um, it's very good. The point I'm trying, I was trying to do is there is, there is, and I'm, I won't spoil anything, but there's a very tender moment with Superman um, in not in the last episode, but the episode before, and uh, um, Ooh, this it, one that, that you think I'm, that you think you're talking about made me cry. So, yeah, and so there is a very tender moment with Superman, and I feel like they're writing Superman right. Not Young Justice. Young Justice is always pretty good with it, other than Superman shirking Connor in season one. Like, being like, I ain't your daddy. You're not my like, son. <laughs> Get away from yeah. me. <laughs> Even now, they're, like, desperately trying to, like, uh, put the pieces of that back together, you know, with, with Superman yeah. thinking about it and things like that. Yeah. Um, but, like, Superman and Lois is doing it right. This recent, you know, two episodes back, Young Justice. Uh, uh, do we feel like there's a general, like, a general thing where, like, DC has realized who Superman is and... Like, is it just me? Am I being I think, optimistic here? I think we reached that point right when, like, when Tomasi Superman did really, really well, right? Uh, back in the Rebirth, when when he introduced John oh, and, everybody, yeah. and everybody. And then everybody sort of was collectively like, that's the guy! Like, that's the dude! Like, like, like everybody collectively went like, this is what Superman should be like. Uh, yeah. Since then, I feel like it's been sort of a Superman renaissance in terms of, like, DC going, oh, they want the tender, loving, father-like figure, now literal father, who cares about everybody? I, I couldn't have imagined that. Strange that. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I, have, uh, I have gone to look at the last page um, for the fake out, and I can I see it now. I remember. I remember mm -hmm. that. Clearly blocked it from my memory. It's too traumatic. Um, but he is, he's meant, he's meant to die in this, uh, supposedly according to John, is he's not meant to come back, um, so, in Warworld, so we'll see, um, but I also mm. like the Martian Manhunter bit at the end, I enjoyed. The, uh, the backups mm. in general in this book have been fun, like, what was the previous one, was the, the Guardian, I think it was? I think, I think, I think that's right. Yeah, like, uh, so, I, some, I, of, some of the B-side, um, stuff that... DC has been putting out has been like sometimes more interesting than the main book. Um, but which is maybe why Justice League Dark got an annual this year. Um I have yet to read Action Comics 1037, but I will catch up. 
and I will let you guys know what I think about the fake out that I have no idea about. So there's Phillies here. Right. Yeah. Um uh what's another book uh that everybody that everybody read? Nightwing Annual did Huh? I read the Nightwing Annual, but you didn't, Dimitri, did you? I did not, but let's talk about it. If you guys say it, I got the image. I'm gonna bring it up. Uh let's talk about the Nightwing. Uh let's see. Where where did I put it? The Nightwing Annual is somewhere around here. Oh, there it is. Uh it's a cool cool covers. I'll tell you that much. That's all I know. It was uh, a cool book too. <laughs> I agree. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it was it, it was so um brief summary, it's basically a story where a video of Jason Todd has been discovered where he kills some FBI agents and Nightwing and Oracle discover it and they're like, ah. Oh. And then Nightwing goes to investigate. Jason, not again. Jason, no. Um, but as it turns out, <laughs> it wasn't Jason. Um, and it's a nice brother story, I thought. Um, so I think I think they got that relationship right. Classic Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor yeah. oh. kills it when he's right in the Bat family. I think he nails the fact that they're proper siblings. Uh, and every sing every time anybody interacts with anybody in Nightwing, I'm just like fuck. Like he just he knows. Like he gets it. And like I feel like this is what everybody wants, always wants the Bat Family to be, but often isn't. You know what I'm saying? Outside of yeah. a few scant examples across the books, but here I feel like he's like channeling all of that into this book and trying to get as many characters in there as possible to sort of give you a sense of how these people interact as people. Also that yeah. flashback in the middle of the issue. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, it, my, my poor little heart. <laughs> um, what a happy issue. Yeah. It was, it was just like a really like nice feel good issue. I think, um, you know, I obviously it's not relevant to the main Nightwing story going on right now, but it was a fun read and I think you should read it Dimitri because I think you'll like it. Okay. All right. Um, I just thought of, Oh no. Jason, it's broken. You know, you know, you know, TikTok. We all know TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, all right. I also like that they're doing Nightwing better now. And it's interesting because Nightwing and Superman are very similar in ways. And I think what happens is when DC Comics says everything has to be gritty everybody has to be depressed you lose a lot of characters yeah like True. like beast boy in new 52 he wasn't beast boy you mean like anyone in new 52 really yeah. <laughs> right right but like i'm saying the happier characters you lose all of them yeah like batman stays batman i guess you know but like not my favorite version of batman yeah but batman can at least stay batman uh, but like, uh, the happier characters get lost when you think that the DC yeah. universe is just a darker, more dour place. Because mm-hmm. it has to be dark and depressing now and brooding. Yeah. When then, yeah. Not necessarily but now it doesn't. Which actually, in the Nightwing issue annual, I liked that it kind of comes up where Nightwing's like, as Robin, he's teaching Jason how to be Robin in the flashback, and he's like. You need to distract the bad guys because Batman doesn't. Um, and he basically is like, you just need to be distracting and annoying. And Jason's like, I can do that. <laughs> um, which obviously I, doesn't work I'm as well so, if you're 
What, what's that? It doesn't work as well if you're like moody. Like the Titan stick racing yeah. is. Yeah. I I've only seen the first season of Titans, but I feel like from what I saw, he was quite moody. And I was it like, was, that's enough. Of uh, that. yeah, everybody is. That's yeah. the, like that's where you lose a lot of the characters because they're not. You know, they all have to be moody and depressing. And also, like, like Beast like... Boy is not even Beast Boy. He was he was also not even green uh, back in the right. day. Uh, but right, yeah, I, I feel like very often uh, there's this mentality that you can't do a dramatic story, an adult story, or one that invests people without it being dark and depressing, right? Like you right. can tell adult and dramatic stories while not having all of your characters hate everybody, right? Like dark and gritty isn't the only way to tell a mature story. Uh, and Dark and Gritty isn't the only way to tell a story that will resonate with people. And I think that recently we've gotten a lot of, like, going back to the core of what DC is, which is, for me, about family. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody's either best friends or literal siblings, you know what I mean? And the best DC stories work when they are uh, really hitting that, like, hitting that family, right? So Nightwing... Yeah is great and it's literally all about his family you know what i mean superman immediately got better when we decided to accentuate his relationships with all of the people around him and put that to the forefront right like people read that action comics and rebirth but the book that like really stood out was the superman book because it was all about him and lois and john and john interacting with everybody like even that's why like young justice the show is so good because it put it like more than any other DC property, I think, before any other like DC TV or even movie thing before it makes you feel like these, this is a like living world of and a group of people who have known each other for decades. They're like everybody knows everybody, you know what I mean? When, when DC, right. when, when superheroes from DC finish a battle, they don't like go like, all right, that was sick, and then leave. They all have a party, you know what I mean? Shit like that, right? Right. Strong uh, yeah, and like when there's big multiversal uh, uh, fights, it should be treated th- like a f- big old family brawl against some common foe, right? And like I think that's the best like crossover events is like yeah, when it's like everybody side by side and they're like, let's beat up Dark Side together. Okay, great. Let's let's do it as a family. Uh, Again, the same thing that I, I, I've, I've said it before. The Avengers are co-workers. They're friends from work. DC, Justice League, they're family. Like, they're found, they're either, they're found family or they're adopted family or, you know, they're a blended family, whatever. But they're family in DC. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And I I feel like that's probably where the DC movies have gone astray as well, is that with the exception of a few DC movies, it seems like they're all like, we have to be sad little loner people that don't trust anyone, you know? And it just doesn't work. Um, So. Um, uh, Yeah. Uh, Question. Sir John brought up a comic called gigant gi- gi- is it called gigant it's a good it's about a 
porn star who gets Ant-Man powers and beats up kaijus. Oh. Is that a real thing? It's a manga. Sir John on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a manga. Oh, okay. I was just wondering, because Sir John brought it up. Uh, And it's an interesting premise. Ah, okay. Is it a adults only thing um i don't what's well, it's satan um to... so there's probably some darker scenes in it but it's not like it's not okay. like it's a i was just wondering porn book you know yeah yeah because that's what it looks like from the covers um <laughs> uh let's see did you guys let, let's talk about trial of magneto number four let let's Let's talk about it. It's issue number four. Like, I just realized that. I could have sworn it was issue number three because not much has happened. You know what's really great about Trial of Magneto is that Magneto is in it for, like, three pages, the entire four issues. Um, So. I, yeah, I think, and this is a theory that I've had, is that it's not the trial of Magneto as in, like, him being put on trial, but rather... He tries something. Except he's done nothing because he's not in the book. (laughs) And it could be at the end. It could be at the end. There is one issue left, so I will contain my rage until number five comes out. But it's a Wonder Maximum story. They would have done better if they'd marked it as such because everyone loves her nowadays, um, which is fine. But I wouldn't have picked it up if that was the case. Um, I feel misled and angry about it (laughs) Um, why do you think it is what it is everything i don't like honestly everything about it is not good um i the pacing is really poor um i don't know so from what i understand it was meant to be an x-factor arc um but x-factor cancelled which is fine but even the x-factor characters aren't in the book it's basically just wonder and that's it um right and, and occasionally some other people but um so even even that it's is, convoluted it's 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 really yeah i feel like i imagine i know what number five is potentially going to be and i feel like they probably could have done it all in two issues because they've like really stretched it out to end each issue with a cliffhanger um to never answer any of the cliffhangers that they've really put out so it's a, it's a mess, and I'm going to flip my table in anger. Oh, I was yeah. so upset when I finished reading it. I was like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I, I, I finished it, and I was like, okay. what I I expect better, especially because Inferno is, too, is, is kicking so much ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's like an afterthought now. Yeah, well, it, it, it feels Manny, like... Manny, are so- you reading X-Men? You're not, right? Nope. Oh, okay. So, sorry, Danny. Continue. Oh, yeah. It just feels, like, really disjointed from, like, literally anything else X-related, you know? Like, it... Yeah. Like, you could tell me that it is, like, a alternate universe, and I'd believe you, because there's nothing going on. <laughs> I, like, it's yeah. just... It's, oh, it's so bad. Um, And I feel like everyone's written poorly. Wanda resurrects herself, as you do. It's yeah. Everything's bad. So I mean, 
I I don't mind her resurrecting herself. She's always been like this magical thing. That being said, why did this need to happen? What's the point of well, this? Well, yeah, because they killed her to resurrect her. And like I don't think I would necessarily have an issue with her like resurrecting herself, but I think she's like in each like issue is doing like another new feat and it's like at some point like she has to have a limitation somewhere like you know like in, within right. this just arc um but it it's it's not good i personally think in the next issue she's going to be a mutant I and think, I think maybe quicksilver what will follow a lot of people are hoping for that it's the retcon to the retcon um I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Maybe, like, I don't, and, and I mean, I would want her to be Magneto's children, like, child also. Uh, if you're gonna retcon her being, a, like, ret, ret, retcon her being a mutant, like, uh, I would want her to be back to being, like, Magneto's yeah. child again. Um, so who knows? Yeah, uh, I, I think I, that, mean, I think that's best case scenario. Um, I just think that it could have been done better. Um, yeah, something's just very off with the book. I don't think it's done well <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, also, even like the end. So basically, for reference, she sets like giant monsters on Kokoa, um, and yeah. then defeats them, and then the mutants are like, "Why did you do this?" Um, uh, and then she's like, "Wait." I can t explain, and then Emma's like, oh, okay, go ahead, and then she's like, I know who killed me, and it's like, that doesn't explain why you set monsters on Kokoa. What are you talking about? There's probably, there's probably whoever killed her, there's probably more to it than that, right? Probably. But it, 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 I don't know. Um, if I was writing this, I know how I'd make it end. I would make it end with some magnificent almost a burnout of her powers, almost like No More Mutants was, but to to switch her and Quicksilver back to mutants and to make her Magneto's children and have the X-Men not know anything previous. And then you can set up a another arc later for, like, that she literally bent reality to make that work and that the X-Men... Uh, learn about her like messing with reality. You know what I mean? Not right. a disassembled, not a disassembled thing where she's gone crazy, but more like the X Men think they're gods right now, and they think they got a handle on everything. But like, it would be kind of funny that they randomly like realize, wait, there, we don't have a grasp on reality itself. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, it, it, we'll have to see how five ends, but I will reluctantly buy it, and then I'll be angry. <laughs> is right. how, I, how I'm feeling right, right now. I, I think it would take a lot. Show. Yeah, I think I think yeah. it would take a lot for 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 this book to redeem itself. I like genuinely think it's the worst book I've read <laughs> this entire year. So, <laughs> right. Uh, it, it, it is pretty bad. I do need to see it end, though. So Yeah, I, I, you know. I'm, I'm four issues deep. There's one left to go. I'll read it. Right. <laughs> right. 
Uh, Manny, uh, what else? What else did you read this week? Uh, Hellboy: The Bones of Giants, number two. Okay, uh, I haven't read Hellboy in years. Uh, tell me about it. This mini basically gives you what you want out of one of those sort of standalone Hellboy stories. And this one, uh, Thor, uh, the corpse of Thor and Mjolnir fall from the sky. Uh, Hellboy and the BPRD are tasked to investigate that. Mjolnir attaches itself to Hellboy's arm, and now he's getting visions of a past that he doesn't know and is trying to investigate uh, why the hell Mjolnir and the corpse of Thor have sort of just appeared and why all these sort of Norse mythological beings are appearing now. Uh, It's been really good. Like I said, it's exactly what you expect out of a Hellboy story, Uh, that being like, you know, uh, supernatural action and some really interesting mythology building. Uh, In this case, we're sort of working with Norse mythology. Uh, This is perfect for anybody who is lapsed on Hellboy or hasn't ever read a Hellboy story even because it starts Mm -hmm. from like, you know, just Hellboy and the BPRD going to do a thing. Uh, yeah. And I really dig stuff like that because it makes me feel like I can jump in and out without having to follow, you know, all the years and years of Hellboy mythology that has sort of come out. Uh, right. Totally worth reading. And also, the art's really good. I think the artist is Matt Smith on this, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, he, does, like- he does a good job uh, sort of doing something that is Mignola-esque without being Mignola. With sort of being okay. standing apart from it. Yeah. Um, how come... I just realized, why isn't Hellboy just a TV show? Like, why do they keep trying to do a series of movies, but you could do a TV show? The Hellboy trades right? are, like for a the most li- part, episodic. So, yes. Right. Uh, right. You could do up. a live-action TV show. Just do, like, a BPRD show and be done with it. Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah, that would I feel like whoever would do that would do a disservice to uh, Mignola's style because a lot of his stuff isn't as action oriented as you expect, like Hellboy to be right. from the movies and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of it is focused on the investigation and the intrigue just as much as it is the mythological action, right? And I feel like right. a show would totally forego that and go like, oh yeah, we're just gonna do you know, big, big punch em ups every episode. I mean, but, but a show in vain of like X-Files or like, like even agents of shield to an extent, like it's, it's a government agency going on adventures, right? In, in X-Files as so with Hellboy. Yes. Sign me up 300%. Uh, I'm okay. surprised that they're still releasing Hellboy miniseries. Cause the actual book was done. Like years ago, yeah. like he finished the main Hellboy series. Uh, I think yeah. this one is an adaptation of one of the novels, like the proper novels that they released. There, uh, were, there were novels, like prose novels. Yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is. Huh. It, it's an adaptation of them, and I think Matt, Matt Smith, the artist, is just straight up adapting the uh, the novel because even in the credits, you'll see like Mignola and his co-writer on that prose novel but it just says based on x novel from mignola and the other writer who i cannot remember off the top of my head. But yeah if you're looking for a place to jump into hellboy or just want like a really good sort of norse mythology story this one is worth checking out it's only first two issues so okay 
All right. Um, I'm trying to uh, see what else. Uh, are you guys keeping up with Amazing Spider-Man? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just talk about it real quick. Uh, obviously, Ben Riley is Peter Parker's clone. Uh, ben Riley is is Spider-Man, while Peter Parker is in a in a uh, a coma. Um, I personally don't care much about Ben Riley. This issue, I kind of just. I, I read, but I read it as fast as I could. I just kind of went through it, and it was like, all right, cool. Ben Riley versus Craven, and that's that. It wasn't that interesting, so don't worry. You guys aren't there missing you go. <laughs> Not right, Not right now, at least. Uh, I'm not a fan of Ben Riley, so I'll tell you that much. Also, not a fan of Ben Riley, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Did anyone read Justice League Incarnate? I did. Uh, if you didn't, Manny, you did you? Dark si- I did. You missed Darkseid killing Thanos. Um, so yeah, which is yeah. easily the best part of the book. Um, because uh, so. they go to the Marvel parody kind of universe, whatever Earth <laughs> that is, and yeah. uh, uh, so you you deal with the Retaliators, right? Is what they're called. Yeah, the retaliators um, and Thanatos. Um, uh, no, tar- Tartarus. 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 Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Darkseid versus Tartarus, you yeah. know. Uh, and and then you have the Justice League incarnate uh, and Dr. Multiverse. What, what, what do you think, Danny? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun issue. Um, there was just complete madness going on. Um, and... That's all I really wanted from Justice Incarnate, so couldn't complain. Yeah. Um, I think it would turn out to be an interesting book. I was really surprised, though, that Darkseid showed up in the first issue. That one was kind yeah. of like, oh, okay. Um, so, but I thought it was fun. Um, I've been looking forward to it since the end of Infinite Frontier, so. Okay. Yeah, that's right. This is spun out from Infinite Frontier, and they're giving it five issues to see if it can have an ongoing, but... Uh, uh, you know, even if it lasts five issues, like it's it's multiversal antics that, like, if you like that sort of thing, all right, you know, weird um, stories, you know, it's all yeah. I, want. <laughs> I love I love seeing their versions of the Avengers and putting it into my head like who is who, you know? Yeah, yeah, Machine Head was um, an easy one, um, for sure. To yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Machine Head is Iron Man, and then the Crusade. What's his name? Something Crusader. Um, ah, oh, that seems right. It's weird it because it's. What's up? Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to see. His name is something, but uh, uh, it's and Silver Eagle is Falcon, and like there's like different things, but um. I don't want to spoil anything, but anyway, uh, definitely worth checking out if there's like multiversal antics that, uh, you know, if if you like those sort of thing. Um, Manny, what else did you read? Uh, Joe read Batman, the detective six. I bought it, but I didn't didn't. read it. But tell, tell us about it. Uh, so this book has been about this, Group of people who are all in white bat suits who are in some way uh, related to 
Uh, Batman's old mentor, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Danny, help me with out uh, with this one. What's his name? Henry Ducard. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Henry, Henry Ducard, Ducard, right? Yeah. Uh, so, but basically, this has been like Batman's adventure across Europe, uh, uh, featuring Knight and Squire, which was like really cool to see. Because man, haven't seen Knight and Squire in a minute. Uh, yeah. and, th- and this issue all of it comes to a head. I'm not going to spoil anything because Danny has not read it. And Danny has it on the docket. Uh, but it's revealed uh, who the main villain is, why she's doing what she's doing. She has a really interesting uh, reasoning for what she's doing, and it, and it goes into the uh, ramifications of Batman's actions that he doesn't think about after he saves people. Uh, and in you know Tom Taylor fashion. It has an extremely optimistic ending uh, about, how can I do this without spoiling? Um, the fact that everybody deserves a chance, no matter what, which is like a very Batman thing. Uh, yeah. So I dug it. I wish the artist wasn't, uh, is it Adam Kubert or is it Andy Kubert? I think it's Adam. Uh, I don't know. It is Andy Kubert. Andy, all right. Besides Andy Kubert, because I don't like the way he, I don't like his art. It, it doesn't do mm. it for me. Uh, he he draws like a really really stocky and chunky Batman, but also Bruce Wayne, and it's just really weird. Uh, but getting to see Night and, a, a a new version of Night and Squire again in this throughout the series has been really cool. Uh, and as always, Tom Taylor is really good at like tugging at your heartstrings and making you care and writing an optimistic story, and that's what he does here. Uh, this is the last issue, so if you're gonna read it, wait till the trade. Read the trade; it'll be like a nice little one and done Batman story that you can give to anyone and go like, "Oh, this is." And it's got like some fun, like we can do this on the side stuff. Like Batman wears a six suit with like a duster and goggles, and he's got a mobile Batcave that's in a giant truck, you know. So yeah, it'll be a cool standalone story once it's all collected. And I think it's worth reading once it's once that happens. Yeah. Um. I, I'm always very curious because they always release a bunch of Batman miniseries and I'm always like, which ones do I really need to read? As opposed to like, I don't want to, I, I don't have time to read everything, but at the same time, like I do want to read the good stuff. So it kind of makes sense. Like these miniseries end and you get them in a trade paperback, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not going to blow your mind, but if you're like, if you're if you got a Batman hankering and you're you, you've like read a lot of the Batman stuff, then I feel like this will give you this will like hit the craving that you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I was younger, I used to go into bookstores like Barnes and Noble or Borders or whatever, and go to the comic section and just you know look for a trade that I would just read there, <clears throat> which is not what a bookstore is for. You're supposed to buy the book, but I would just treat it like a uh, uh, a library in a way. Uh, and I got a lot of reading done, but I feel like this would be the type of one that I would like do that for, you know, you yeah, read it in a sitting, right? Yeah. It's very much one of those that you're, that you're <laughs> going to get it. You're going to read it and you're going to pick it up and you're going to just blow through it. You know what I mean? Go like, that was, that was what I wanted out of a solid Batman story. And you know, Batman drove a big dumb truck and I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. All right. Uh, was there another Batman thing that came out this? Uh, uh well, there's Feast Day Omega, and there's the annual 
of the birth of Batman. Oh, let's talk about comics. Fear State uh, Omega, because uh, you've been reading all of Fear State, mm-hmm. Danny, <laughs> and it's been, what, four months? Yeah, it started in the end of September and finished this week. Okay. So I think just three months, but it was it was a lot of comics. Okay. I think it's 24 in total, um, which is a, which yeah. is a decent stack. Um, and I would say if you want to read Fear State, you only have to read the Batman title um, and everything else is... Um, I, the Batman title is like the core title and then everything else is like additional information as to what happens, but you yeah. could just read the Batman title. Um, yeah. There's quite a few storylines going on, four kind of main ones. Um Scarecrow has decided that he wants to put Gotham in a state of fear to make it change and grow. Um, that's, I guess, the main storyline. Um, using Simon Saint and his magistrate pro- uh, program, which is basically like a police state type thing. Um, but then there's also the anti-Oracle who has taken over Batgirl's systems. Um, so Batgirl's locked out from everything. And there's a whole separate storyline with the Batgirls, which leads them to the Batgirl series that starts next week. Um, Right. And then, what else was it? Nightwing Um, had some stuff. Nightwing was almost all the Oracle stuff, so. Yeah. um, Yeah. That's all tied into there. The Anti-Oracle, yeah, because Anti-Oracle leads Nightwing to Gotham, and that's when he gets, like, trapped and then fights Bruce. Um, and then yeah. there's what else is there? Oh, there's the Poison Ivy storyline where Poison Ivy split into two different mm-hmm. people: the evil version of Poison Ivy and the good version of Poison Ivy. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. So there's Queen Ivy, um, and then there's like Happy Ivy, who's very loopy. Um, so uh, they're in two okay. different spaces. They start off Queen Ivy's with the Gardener, and Happy Ivy is with Catwoman um the classic combination um and then she merges together at the end which is why she attacks Gardner in Omega if you read Omega she's like why did you steal a part okay yeah so Ivy's like why did you steal a part of me because Gardner like took like the nice part of Ivy and put her somewhere else okay I, I read the secret files of Gardner yeah um she plants a seed of poison ivy right yeah 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 so that's like the nice poison ivy and so, like, all the oh. basically all the humanity is being taken out of Poison Ivy and put into this other Poison Ivy. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, it was a lot. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, the Scarecrow stuff somehow, for something called Fear State, really kind of just disappeared for a bit and then came back at, uh-huh. in Omega um, to the point where I was like, oh, I totally forgot that we hadn't dealt with him yet. Um, which is great. That's what you want. Um, but I think it would have been better without the Scarecrow stuff anyway, because I think it's much more interesting to have, like, the police state as a result of, like, the Joker war and people being sick of, like, all these massive fights happening in Gotham and they're like, we don't want Cape Heroes anymore. So right. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was just, like, a really long arc that nothing really happened, but yeah. a lot also happened, you know? It seemed very similar to Teen Titans Season 3, and I, like, why is it the same plot-ish? Like, Teen Titans, the animated series? Uh, no, sorry, I didn't mean Teen Titans, I meant Titans. Oh, okay, uh, okay Season okay. 3. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if you guys were. Oh, do you guys see that Titan season three? I haven't seen it. I stopped up. Okay. Because it's Scarecrow's. I mean, Scarecrow's a big part of it, and it's like I'm. I was so. I'm so tired of it. I'm tired of Titans, and I continue to watch it. And I didn't want to continue with it. <laughs> I can't. It, it takes a lot for me to drop it. Um, even Flash, like, I haven't watched the new season yet, but the end of the last season was god-awful. Uh, but I, 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 I know I need to go back to it. I suffered through Titans seasons one and two, and then a bunch of friends were like, all you do is tell us about how, much, how terrible this show is. Just stop watching. And I was like, I can, like, do that. That's an option I have. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because sometimes you get so caught up in like really wanting yeah. something to be good or like really caring about certain characters that you're like, I sort of feel yeah. the need to like the, continue. The next to... episode yeah. will be better. It'll, it'll get better. It'll get better. And then yeah. it doesn't. Um, yeah. yeah. No, Fear it was strange. Um, there was a lot going on. Maybe it would it be better if you awful. only read the Batman title. Like, I wonder if it would feel a lot less draining reading the main title but i i had to get them all they had they had numbers on them yeah um also i think it's weird that they 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 number one shots with the number one and i think it's purposely misleading because there's not going to be a batman fierce date oh yeah yeah, any of these one shots Fear yeah. State Omega has a number one on the title, but it's like, it's not a, there's no number two. No. There will it's, never be a number two. What's the, like, yeah. it's just to it's get people buying number ones. Numbered, people are going to be confused and they're not going to know. They're going to be like, why didn't they put a number on this? And I assume that the comic book marketer believes that the the, the common, uh, like, readers going to look at that and go, I guess the number's not on there and it's part of a series that I don't read. Right. But for example, each publisher. Like, okay. Sorry. Uh, oh no! Example, each like publisher Batman... does it a little bit differently. Oh, mm. now we're talking again. <laughs> Am I delayed? Am I delayed? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, each publisher does it a little bit different and has done it a little bit different in times. Like sometimes when there's an event, they'll have like a logo for the event, and then kind of be like this thing of the event. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Manny. Yeah. I kind of like the way that Marvel does it with the points, right? Like the, whenever there's like a one shot in between in it, they don't, they don't do it often and they'll still do their freaking alpha and omega or whatever issues, which I hate. They, sh- those should not exist. Leave them alone. Yeah. Uh, but I like the, the little points in between for tie in stuff, right? Like it'll be Spider-Man was just 700.1 or two. Right. right. And that'll be like a, like a weird side story in the event that we didn't have time for, but still takes place within that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think New 52 Justice League, there was a lot of like point fives for like intros to, to villains. Um mm. so fun. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan. Uh I think it's just to get people to buy it, being like, this is the number one issue. Cause I'm sure there are people out there that are like, I buy number ones. And they do that and they like try to like see if it'll increase in value. But it's that speculative market, and it's weird. Oh, that, that's but, a bit I hadn't okay. thought of that. Sometimes it's weird because they're not consistent either. Because sometimes DC will put one shot instead of one, but obviously yeah. 
Queen State Omega, they've put one, and I'm sure they did for the secret files too. But yeah, I've definitely bought yeah. ones where it's been like one shot. Um, so consistency, yeah. it's you know, weird. Is it? Not in comics, yeah. Um, yeah. So I expecting too much. <laughs> yeah, my Christmas um, wish consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, let's see. What are, uh, oh, did you guys read the Gotham City Villains, uh, anniversary thing? I did. Okay. So far, Danny has read everything. And, like, no, that's Manny that's and I are holding back. We're like, okay. we're like, uh, what did we read? That's not true. I didn't read I, I feel like I'm getting eclipsed. <laughs> no, I know. You didn't read, like, literally everything, but... I Danny's <laughs> Danny's list for this week was yeah, like yeah I was I was saying earlier oh, I went wow. to the comic book store and I was like these are the books I want this week <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was it was a, it was a hefty stack for sure um, but oh, you know it was it was just one of those weeks um, but Gotham City villains um, I only want I have one point that I want to make about this the first yeah. story is by Danny DeVito and it is a yeah. love story between the Penguin and Catwoman and it just like yeah. That would never happen, first of all. So I'm like, did Danny DeVito just want to be like a love story between him and Michelle Pfeiffer, you know? Right. Um, so I think I think that's where that's come from. Um, but it, it yeah. is decent. Um, as far as anthology stories go, it's always a fun time, so. I didn't continue past the first, uh, the first story. I read that story, and it's out of continuity. And at that point... In anthology, if it's out of continuity, like, what am I reading an anthology for? To enjoy comics, Dimitri. Not everything yeah. has to be important, dog. To just, like, vibe I, with It doesn't have to be important. You know? I just need to be able to log it away, like, what universe is this? How, like, does this fit? I'm Bro, a continuity whore. Care. I've said it but before. you shouldn't either. <laughs> it's the I, I know. Well, universe. <laughs> the DeVitoverse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the DeVitoverse? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Manny, but you're you're the one talking about Superman and the Authority. How it's how it's messing with you. So, oh, no, I feel that impulse. Uh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will it's say like, though, I hate the pill. Um, Red Hood. Um, head. Oh, that costume. Easily the, it's easily the worst cow that Red Hood had. But yes, uh, it's funny because uh, where is it? Oh. He just disappeared into the comics. He's gone. He's, he's a comic now. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, the pill head. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's Red Hood underneath. Oh, double Red Hood. Red Hood yeah. squared. I, that's so yeah. fun to me. I just imagine him taking off the helmet and there's another helmet. He's like, yes. Like um, well, that episode of Naruto um, yeah. where it was Kakashi's mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what uh, I know Naruto, but I've never yeah. seen it. So uh, I'm assuming the the listeners out there are going to be laughing. They're like, "We get the reference," and I'm over here being like, "Yeah." There's a, there's a character that always wears a mask, and there's a whole episode dedicated to finding out what's under the mask, yeah. and it's just another uh-huh. mask. <laughs> uh, okay, cool, cool. Um, well, it's kind of like, I mean, Jason wears a domino mask underneath his Red Hood mask, like his helmet, right? Yeah, yeah, all the time, right. too. <laughs> just yeah. casually, in a casual environment, yeah. just domino mask all the time. 
Right. Just part of the best like, family okay. uh, dress code. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Always have a backup. Uh, it's like that Batman the Animated Series episode where that guy was collecting masks and uh, uh, he got Batman in a trap on that train and he was like, take your mask off and throw it. And Batman takes the mask off and he has another mask underneath. And so he's like, all right, I don't care about your identity. I just wanted your mask. So you can keep your secrets. You know, uh, that's what it reminds me of. You can keep your secrets. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird because it was, it was a Batman, like, it's like the pullover do-rag with the nose. Right. Like Wolverine had that, like, back in the day when he went feral. Uh, but it was like that. It was like a do-rag pullover. I call that the Iron Fist. Yeah. Or a, I just like calling it a do-rag. Because <laughs> it's just kind of a do-rag kind of looking thing. Yeah. Um, um, what were we talking about? Uh, the world of masks. You know. Oh, Gotham City villains. Okay. Uh, uh, Manny, what else did you read? Transformer Shattered Glass Number 4, which is a book that I did not expect to be as invested in as I am. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the whole I, deal with... I don't have the image for it, but tell me about it. The whole deal with this book is very simple. Decepticons, usually bad, now good. Uh, fucking, uh, what are they called? Uh, Autobots. Autobots. Usually good, now very bad. And I've taken over Cybertron, yeah. which is now like... Uh, distributed between different districts, all run by an evil uh, Autobot. Uh, and every issue has been spotlighting a different character in this, like, new world. Uh, in this, we have fo we are focusing on Goldbug, a.k.a. Uh, Bumblebee, who took the form of Goldbug after mm -hmm. he got completely and utterly destroyed by Megatron, and he, re and he rebuilt himself. And this right. issue is sort of focusing on his... Uh, feeling of inadequacy over everybody. Like, he's trying to continue to be, like, the relevant bad guy, and everybody's like, no, 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 no. And even Optimus Prime is like, step back, dog. Like, remember your place, small man. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's been interesting about Shattered Glass is that it's super character-driven. Like, you would expect something like this premise to be, like, very big action and big, like, ridiculousness and trying to get all of that out there. No, a lot of it is focusing on how this world and how this uh, status quo fundamentally changes these characters. Uh, like, even the Megatron issue was all about how he sees himself versus how people see him as the hero of the Decepticons. And that's been, like... And that's gotten me super invested. I'm not, like, a huge Transformers guy. Like, I've read a couple of the comics, you know, because, I, I, I like, the Transformers yeah. comics are pretty often really solid. Uh and I, you know, not really a fan of the show growing up as much, you know, as much as like I had a toy or two, but this has been a really interesting look into uh, a bunch of characters that I didn't expect to care about, but now do because they're putting the effort into make this like high, like really, really high drama. Uh, and if you're not a Transformers person, like if you're not, if you haven't read any of the Transformers comics or anything like that. I honestly mm -hmm. still think it's worth checking out. Like, as long as you have, like, a basic knowledge of who of all of these characters is. are, you know, it's, I think, worth jumping into. Nice. Okay. 
All right. And it's a mini series, right? Yeah, I think the next one is the last one. Okay. So it's like a it's like a mirror universe mini series. That's cool. Uh makes me interested in it cuz I don't think I could like read Transformers as an ongoing. But like as a mini series. Okay. Huh. And again, the Transformers comics weirdly very solid oftentimes. Yes. Uh like there was a there was an ongoing for a minute that was just Star Trek but with Transformers and it was fucking rad. Uh it was Star Trek meets Transformers or Transformers like, in space. It was like a Star Trek esque premise that being a bunch of Transformers decide they're going to explore the galaxy outside of the war, right? Yeah. They're going to find like ancient robotic beings that may or may not exist. And they just sort of do like Star Trek style plots with them and you're yeah. like, this shouldn't be as good as it is, but it is excellent. So the Transformers comics in general, often very surprising in the same way that the Power Rangers and the Ninja Turtle stuff is. Uh, yeah. And this sort of keeps that trend going where I'm like, man, a Mirror Universe version of this would usually be kind of boring because it'd be sort of a lot of expected stuff. But, uh, the, you know, the work that they put into really, really getting into these versions of these characters has gotten me really invested in wanting to... Uh, like actively excited for it when it comes out. What's the name of the Star Trek uh, kind of Transformer thing? Uh, it's more. It's more than meets the eye. Yeah, I think it's more than meets the eye because there's two. There, there were two okay. books going on what at once. You know, uh, robots in disguise. Robots in disguise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that whole right. era of Transformers, by the way, more than meets the eye. Robots in disguise, both excellent books. The other one is a Cybertronian political thriller. Okay. That's sick. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, did anyone read any of the X-Men titles? Or, well, no, Manny does not. But then Danny, did you read New Mutants? I did. I read, I think I read all the X titles this week. Um, I did read New Mutants. Okay. What happened in New Mutants? Uh, really? Let's see. What oh, okay. happened? I'm, I'm it. it was I'm all about it. Shadow King. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, basically, they're trying to... Is it a retcon now? Where, like, I don't know how long it's been or whether it's been previous, but, like, they're trying to say that Amal Farouk and Shadow King are two separate things. And that Shadow King has been corrupting Amal Farouk since he was a kid and is bested. I'm pretty sure that that's a new introduction mainly okay. because i'm looking at the log line right now and it says amal keeps his master plan but is he the one who would indicate to me that it's time that they've established that yeah Perfect. um especially with like a master manipulator slash psychic uh it's like do we trust him do we not yeah uh but so far what it's leading us to say is that shadow king is an entity and Amal Farouk is just the body that's had him his whole life. Yeah. Is, um, maybe I'm getting my wires crossed. Is the Shadow King not also in Phoenix Song Echo? Or is that some other Shadow entity? I didn't read, I didn't read Phoenix Song uh, Echo, so I don't know. Um, but you might want to, yeah, uh, look into that. Um, uh, but I, for once, I felt sorry for Shadow King, or at least Amal Farouk. 
like when once he comes out at the end and he cries and i'm like right okay like okay maybe maybe i could sign up for this a a repentant amal farouk right i kind of i kind of i kind of always like it when there's like a little bit of like you can almost sympathize with a with a villain yeah um instead of yeah. just being like oh what a what an evil dick i hate that guy oh. yeah and then you have to be like do i like this guy now like what's going on i always like that in yeah. a like um so it's a good time they good time. they they say a specific thing in the comic where they said that when a baby elephant is at the circus, that they tie the elephant with a chain. And then as, as time goes on, they swap the chain out for a rope. And even though the elephant could easily break the rope, like an adult elephant, they don't because they've given up hope with that chain previously. And I didn't know that. That's also news to me. But also, it's kind of sad when you apply that to real people and their trauma. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, you I, know, they do that with Shadow King. That's true. I did like this issue. Um, I think there's a lot of really cool visuals in it as well. Um, yeah. I mean, New Mutants, I, I don't know who the artist is, um, but whoever they are, they do some top-notch work. Um, let's see. Yeah. It is... Looks like Rise or Rice. R-E-I-S. Rod Rice. Is that... Reese? Rice? Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, uh, that one was good. Did you like Marauders? Marauders? I thought was a bit... Marauders has been, like, very, like, hit or missed recently, I feel. Like, I feel like it's been, like, a little bit, like... I don't want to say slow, but, like... I wasn't like engaged. Yeah. Like, I remember that there was a dragon in it, um, and dragons are cool. Fing fang foom. So yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really all you need for like a good comic. And 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 I, I like Ice Man too, but it was just um, right. I thought I, I, I the, the issue was okay. Um, it was alright. Um, but I did like the dragon. Right. Dragons are cool. <laughs> dragons are sick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in this issue, Iceman goes to giant size and he fights Fing Fang Foom. Yeah. And he beats up Fing Fang Foom. And Fing Fang Foom's like, hey, I was just, you just beat me because I'm tired. So I'm going to peace out. And yeah. so yeah. that was kind of funny. Um, but I think the most interesting part of this issue was the Hellfire Club and um, dealing with what's the guy's name? What's that guy, the beard? What's his name? Leland? His name Leland, Um, but they bring him, they bring him back from the dead and they have to tell him what is now and like the status quo. And he's their, he's their ambassador to the UN. He's Krakoa's ambassador to the UN. And then they also do another, they do a retcon. Do you remember the retcon in this? Found it. Don't worry. Um, Shinobi Shaw. Yeah. Shinobi Shaw is not. Uh, 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 Sebastian Shaw's kid. It's Leland's. Because they they were both, they were both, yeah, they were both doing the same girl at the same time. (laughs) And so, I don't know whether it was literally the same act or roughly around the same time. Right. That when the woman, woman became pregnant, she, she knew it was one of the two. But mm-hmm. Leland was dead at the time. And I'm calling him Leland. I'm pretty sure. Is that guy Leland? Yeah. Is yeah. that his name? 
can confirm okay. having the issue in my hand right now. Um, yeah. Uh, so be, being that Leland was was dead, because he, he died because of Nimrod. Nimrod killed him uh, in the past. Uh, Leland was dead, so Sebastian Shaw was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm his father. But it turns out, nah, it's Leland. Now. Which is, which is yeah. it doesn't feel like a very Sebastian Shaw thing to do. Like, he doesn't really seem like no. a, that's okay, I'll take, I'll be the father type of person, you know? Right. Like, I feel like right. he would struggle to be the father even if he was the dad, you know? Right. Yeah. It's also brings up a lot of questions about everybody's relationships. Yeah, definitely. Are, I actually like even, even what what's that? Oh, I was gonna say I spent all this issue wondering if Kingpin was King Ping was gonna show up because Devil Rain Devil's Reign is obviously starting and Emma Frost is in that. Oh yeah. So I was like, will he show up? But he didn't. Um so I was mildly disappointed with that, but not too much. Yeah. Um I I just I'm just I'm just wondering like did Sebastian Shaw and Leland just like team up a lot with the ladies? <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe they're together, and you know this is what they do. Maybe, or they're just doing like a tag team, like tag WWE team. kind of thing. Yeah, you know, you know, I don't the know classic, the classic scenario. You know, right, right, right. Uh, too many questions. X Men has brought questions. up too many sexual questions um, li- lately, you know. Um, but all right, uh, those two titles are obviously way better than Trial of Magneto number four. But yeah. you know, uh, yeah, man, not not difficult. Uh, really, it? Yeah, it's not difficult to be better than Trial of Magneto. No, you got I'm more. Still gonna wait. I'm still gonna wait till uh, or still more titles. To, that I've read. Yeah, more titles. Oh, sure, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me... yeah. Bro, I read comics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, something that surprised me this week, it's a book called Hell Cop from uh, mm. Image. And yeah, uh, the, the premise is sort of exactly what you expect. Uh, kind of. It turns out there's okay. a multiverse... Uh, right, like you know, there there are different universes. The only universe that we, the only universe that we discovered, is like literally hell. Uh, okay. Except that it's not like you know you you go there when you're punished because da da da. Just like a place where like instead of people, you got like demons and stuff and a bunch of supernatural things and all of the myths and legends that we have about hell are because certain things slip through the cracks within our universe and you know, hell dimension. Uh, and okay. we follow a cop who polices the space in between. Uh, like okay. when a demon gets loose from there, he has to bring him back. When a human gets uh, accidentally put in hell unintentionally, he has to go there and get him. Uh, he has been accused of the murder of his partner and now has to figure out who actually did it to clear his name, right? Very traditional cop-style story, except, uh, you know, now we're... Uh, doing a train heist uh, with a train that takes souls to hell, even though that shouldn't be happening. Uh, the The world that it's set up, this like this version of hell is really interesting because it makes hell really mundane. Like, the demons are just, like, living their lives. They've got jobs and stuff. They've got nine-to-fives. Right. Uh, it's uh, fun and interesting and 
Uh, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did because, like, it just seems ridiculous. And even 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 that uh, title was, I was like, I'll give it a shot. But I think it's worth reading. It's only two okay. issues in, so it's cool. Okay. All right. Uh, Danny, have you read Hellcop? I have not read Hellcop, but um, me and my friends have like a joke that any comic with a train in it must be a good comic. So obviously, I need to. Put I mean, it up. yeah. Isn't there a Hell, joke about me, that, but for Marvel Marvel movies or something? Maybe is that what I'm, or 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 some or maybe somebody did a TikTok on rating Marvel movies according to trains in them, <laughs> something well, like that. There you go. There's there a lot was of a trains. Sort of train in Shang-Chi and it was good, so it holds up. What's the what's the sort of train there, in there Oh the, tram, the, the, right? the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Bus. The, yeah, a bus. It was, yeah. Bus tram thing. Yeah. Some sort of yeah. vehicle that's long. So <laughs> yeah. basically yeah. a train. <laughs> uh, right, right. Uh okay. All right. Hellcop. Also, there's that variant cover with the demon. I don't know if you guys can see it, but like 10-year-old me would have been like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> it's, I was also 10 years old before the internet, so, or before the internet was, like, at its height, you know? So, you know, sometimes Hell Cop issue two is all you get when you're 10 years old. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, did you guys read Daredevil? Yes. Nope. The final issue, except not the final issue. It's the final issue of this run, and then going yeah. into Devil's Reign? Yeah, and then th- th- there's something slated immediately for it to start up again. Um, but uh-huh. Chip Sadowski tweeted today and was like, it's the final issue, but not for long. So, yeah. I imagine maybe yeah. March, if it hasn't been announced yet, March or April. So, mm. um, Wilson Fisk. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Manny, are you are you reading it? I'm going to eventually read it in trade because Daredevil I always pick up in trade. Okay, are you okay with spoilers? Go ahead. Okay, well, Wilson Fisk and Typhoid Mary are getting married. Uh. <laughs> your face at that like um i think it works and so they built up it builds up love. yeah and so daredevil kept being like every time i send you to prison you come back and you're the same person and i just went to prison and i came back and i'm i'm the same person so this time i'm gonna let you be happy and see what happens and so uh i don't know I, well, I imagine with Devil's Reign coming up, it, it doesn't last very long. <laughs> well, what's so. Devil's Reign about? Do we know? Mm, I, not not particularly, but because there is... So, oh, I don't even know when this is, but see, there was that X... What would have been a Marauder's title where Emma Frost made a deal with Kingpin and she has a uh, Devil's Reign um, book all to herself. So I'm assuming that Emma oh. Fraser gets called in, which means that it's about Kingpin, and he's not calling in Emma Frost for, like, fashion advice, you know? So... Uh. <laughs> that's that's what I mean, Devil's Reign should be about, though. 
and yeah, LaFrost can you and imagine? Kingpin going actually, on like a shopping spree. Yeah, it's like a homage <laughs> to Devil Wears Prada. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was a fairly nice ending. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it kind of wrapped like a, everything up. It was like a nice, solid ending. Everyone has such big hair in the in the comic, you know. Uh, like, yeah, Electra has really frizzy hair, or no, Electra yeah. has curly hair. Mary has like really like tight curls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, double like the size of their hair. body type hair. <laughs> yeah, which is how it goes. Uh, yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked um, it. it was very cool. Yeah, Kingpin got yeah, yeah, typhoid yeah. married. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, question though, question Danny: Did Butch kill Izzy? We um, never, we never see. No, no, I guess we don't. Maybe we'll see in Devil's Reign. Who knows? Okay. What choice yeah. it could bring us? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really bad at speculating things. Um, because I like, I like to go along for the ride, and then I'm always constantly surprised by how things end. Um. Yeah. So it's, it's great. It's a great time. Um. See, like you know, when like One Division was coming out, I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't even like think about these things. Um. And, and, you know, but obviously it's a fun journey. I'm just like, I'm not very good at that, but I'll watch films with my dad and we'll be like five minutes in and he'll be like, yeah. this is how it finishes. And I'm like, how do you know? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe Devil's Reign is about Kingpin versus Butch. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll, we'll have see. see. We'll see. Oh, we'll um. What do I have here? HKB1. What does that mean? Oh, Hawkeye Kate Bishop. Oh, there you go. Manny, did you read I this? Did. I did not. What What is going on with every... Like, maybe it's because there were so many books this week. I feel like, like we did a 50-50 split on it. Everybody had completely different lists. Very <laughs> yeah. We covered everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Uh, it makes sense that Hawkeye Kate Bishop has her own series right now yeah. with with the uh, the series that's out. Uh, but the series is gonna end before issue two comes out. Yeah, it's also issue. issue I I mean, they probably planned that to an extent too, because you know you might finish the show and be like, oh, I really liked this character. Oh, there's this this series that's come out. It's only on issue two. I could pick up issue one and issue two. Yeah, you wouldn't want it to get it get it to a head, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah it depends exactly. though. Is the series leading people to the comics? Or the comics leading people to the series? Probably the series re- leading yeah. to the comics, right? I yeah. would say, yeah. The the, the first yeah. issue was a little bit um I don't want to say like faster, but it like it wasn't anything special, you know. What's um, the team on? Right, cuz it's up something, right? Um let's see. Wait, what'd you say? What's the, the creative team? team on it? Oh, uh I can't read it from here. Um, Let me grab it. I got it up. Um, yeah. Why is it? Okay. It is. Mitch Cap. Um, who, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, N-I-J-K-A-M-P. And the artist is... Oh, it's a, I picked a variant cover to look at. Um, 
he's the actual artist. Is that like Bolden? Bolden? Oh, is that what I'm seeing? I can't see. It's so oh, small for Bel- me. Belam. Okay. I don't think I've read anything from them, so that's interesting. Because I, I like I've, I've read the previous Kate Bishop series, so I was wondering if it was anybody who was on um, that stuff previously. Uh, this has a lot of plot points from from West Coast Avengers, like wrapping that up and moving forward. So in okay. this issue, she's like, "Oh, her and her boyfriend are like they're not they haven't been going out," and so she's. Basically, the premise is she's uh, leaving San Francisco or uh, West Coast, wherever they were, L.A., uh, back over to New York. And she's on her way back to New York to hang out with her other friends because it says, like, America Chavez is over there in New York and whoever else, Cassie, I think, uh, um, is in New York. So all her friends are in New York. So she's kind of saying she's like, oh, it's it's about time to, like, make a move. And so she's moving back. Um, Which is kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the writer, the only other thing that they've written, um, in terms of comics at least, is Goosebumps um, last year. Oh, interesting. There was a Goosebumps comic? Yeah, Goosebumps Secrets of the Swamp. There's five That's interesting. They gave a, a new writer... Like, I mean, I think I figured this would be a big series, right? Because it's time, like, yeah, you know, coinciding. You think, with the, I, I the, mean, the Marvel some, show. sometimes these people write like novels and stuff too. Um, Hear me out. And they have enough faith. That's true. I, I have a theory about this, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Kate Bishop, all things considered, not like a top tier character yet, right? Yeah, but this book will sell regardless because of that show. So right. this is the perfect time to get new talent on a book, right? On a book that's going to sell regardless, with a character who has a lot of space for us to like move her up, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but only, but only if it's going to sell regardless. But it's going to put a bad taste in someone's mouth to the character if it's a bad writer. And I'm not saying the writer is bad. I'm just saying, like, um, they must have faith in the writer. Can confirm you that know? she has written um, young adult fiction books and apparently okay. works as a civil servant in the daytime and writer at night. There you go. What'd you say during the daytime? Civil servant. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I mean, if we, if we, if we, if we, uh, if we go by, like, other YA... Uh, writers who went into comics like Rainbow Rowell was doing YA stuff before yeah. she did Runaways, and then she freaking killed it on that book. So, yeah, I yeah, mean, you know. if I uh, I feel like Kate Bishop would be a great segue for like a young adult writer. So yeah, oh, Definitely. I agree. I'm not I'm not looking down on any writers yeah. of prose or young adult writers. I just think it's interesting they're they're not tried and true in the this specific industry. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, for the for this specific, but. Book. Is it sorry? Is the writer uh, is the writer uh, uh, male or female? I, I couldn't. Uh, I don't know from the. I believe that she is a woman. Okay, I would. I would hope. Yeah, Marvel and DC have been better with that. Went with like, oh, okay, okay, Kate Bishop. Let's uh, let's put a, a you know someone who knows that a little bit better instead of just another guy. Yeah, you know. Well, on that note, apparently it, the DC. Um, Gotham City villains. Um, one of the stories is the first time that 
one of uh, any of the Al Ghuls have been written by an Arab writer. Is that Nadia Shamus oh. who did that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she does good stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So, I, I never, I never realized that. But yeah. So, yeah. Fun fact for you, uh, or maybe not fun if you think about how long that's taken. Um, but. Uh, we got Yes NYC on Twitch right now um, saying, finally caught a stream. Yes NYC, where are you? Uh, where are you from? What's, you know? I- I'd like you to you look at us? that name again and then <laughs> think about where he's well, from. Well, not where are you from. I don't mean <laughs> where are you from, like location wise, <laughs> but like where are you from? Uh, uh, like, how'd you find us is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, what does NYC stand for? <laughs> and then say, saying, yes, that's powerful stuff. Um, so uh, I don't know what they're referring to. But thank you so much for watching. Um, so Kate Bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kate Bishop having her own series. That's cool. That's a number one. That's easy for people to, like, jump into. Um, uh, there was also the death of Doctor Strange uh two one shots one with spider-man one with white fox um we got the white fox one here and then spider-man uh here i didn't read either one so i got nothing to say i also did not read either one Same. yeah um well all right I, everything you know uh human target anyone read human target i wanted to because i've read the first issue but uh uh uh, tell 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 me about it. Uh, this was really good. Uh, Tom King is flexing his noir muscles in this. Uh, so in here, at the, the tail end of last issue, they were like, somebody wanted to kill Lex Luthor, and it was definitely somebody from the Dust League International. Uh, right. In this issue, he is uh, interrogating slash talking to uh, Ice about why yeah. uh, she would want to uh, do that, or if she knows anybody that would want to do that, and we a little bit is revealed about something that happened in the past that gives uh, a couple of people motivation. I won't I won't spoil it because you're reading it, Dimitri. Um, yeah. The best part of this book, though, has been Greg Smallwood's art. It's okay. excellent. I I don't know if he's coloring himself or if they got a colors for it, but the colors in this are really really good. Uh, he does a his does a great job of. Uh, dealing with, like, panel-to-panel pacing. Uh, and it's just great for a noir style. But what's interesting about it is that it, the the palette in use here is very, very bright. But all of the, the sort of the angles that we're working with here and the story all, all make it this, like, really, really... Uh, like, like a straight-up sort of detective noir story, and I really dig it. Uh, I'm... Off, I have felt recently that I've been like sort of off Tom King's usual brand of like character sad mystery because character sad or mystery because character is yeah. dying in some way. And this sort of keep and this sort of you know keeps that to just do because you know he he's got a couple days to live and he's trying to figure out something and he's 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 feeling the the, the effects of his you know uh, mortality right now. But I feel like this is using utilizing those themes in a way that feels different from King's other stuff because he's very much going straight up noir here. Nice. Worth reading. Right. I was feeling the same about um, King, which is why I didn't pick it up. Um, so there you go. I always uh, get Tom King and Tom Taylor mixed up, and I have to 
constantly in my head be like, okay, no, Tom Taylor is writing Nightwing right now. Tom King wrote Batman and then kind of go from there. Tom King wrote Vision in Mr. Miracle, right? And Human Target and Rorschach. Tom Taylor wrote Deceased. And Baldur Wolverine. My favorite book. Wait, what? New Wolverine with Laura. Oh, uh, is that with uh, with yeah, yeah, with Laura? Yeah. Um, I love that book. By the way, are we collectively not calling her X twenty three anymore because she's given up that title? Yes. Yeah. We call her Laura. Oh, slash Wolverine. Wolverine. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we call yeah. her Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's funny about uh, the two Toms is that they both work in like opposite uh, sort of tones. Because Tom King yeah. is often very sad and contemplative, and uh, yeah. what is it? Tom Taylor is very optimistic and exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're both like, like, like almost like polar opposites because they both also like live in those two uh, sorts of realms, right? Because Tom Taylor can't like even Injustice, which is like you know all about shit going wrong. It's like a it's like a really character driven and exciting story with a a lot more optimism than you would expect in something like that. Right, right. That's right. Tom Tom Taylor did Injustice, and he did yes. Deceased, right? Mm-hmm. And he did. He's doing Dark Ages right now, mm-hmm. and uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Uh, and Dark Knights of Steel. Uh, all right, good for him. Good for yeah, him. He he has quite a few. And Son of Kal El is also him. And you're right. He's doing Superman. Oh yeah. yeah. He's got he's got a yeah, lot on his right. plate. He's also releasing something with Boom Studios in like uh, eight weeks. So. Uh, are we talking Seven Secrets or yes. a new book? Oh, Seven oh, Secrets, yeah. Seven Secrets, yeah. And then there's something else I feel like I saw on Twitter. But on Twitter, I see that people constantly praise him for being Tom King, and then he, like, retweets it and tags Tom King. So you're not alone. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just so. Tom. I don't know, just yeah. the name Tom. He's Tom. But, um, see, Tom yeah. King, when I learned that he used to be a CIA agent, it makes so much sense. So... Perhaps mm. why everything's so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he probably is a sad person. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with the trauma. Uh, <laughs> I met him once and I made a um, really dumb mistake. Because uh, I used to work at a comic shop and I was getting really exhausted with Batman and I turned to my coworker and I was like, yo, like, is this like a filler arc or is this like Tom King making space into whatever he has to do next? I'm really annoyed. And then this random dude goes, it all matters. It all makes sense. And I'm like, all right, guy. Like, you know, that that guy was Tom King. Like, I, I turned the corner. I was like, that was Tom King that you just told off. And I was like, okay. What? What? Oh, dear. What a... I, I thought you were making him out to be a crazy man. No, like, he's, like a, that very, guy he's on... a very nice dude. I just... Because he, he, like, interjected in my conversation. And also, I was like, yeah, you know, okay. Uh no I uh I, I made a dump. <laughs> I <was> like, wow <laughs> wow Jenny uh I I thought you were trying to make him sound like that uh that TikTok the the thing it's like who's the pre- who's your president Joe Byron <laughs> you know <laughs> I thought you were trying to be like yeah I don't know whether he has a point or not he has a point <laughs> <laughs> it's just some guy off the street and you're like what. Okay, but no, it's it's the Tom King. Yes. Tom King himself, and I was like, damn, well... What are the chances, you know? That's going to be some <laughs> some poor luck, or good luck, I suppose, depending on how you want to look Or good luck, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Good story. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's interesting. All right. All right. Um, did X Men Five come out this week or last week? Yeah. So it came out this week. I thought it came out last week, but I thought it I, came out last week. Also, I picked it up this week. I just so see in the okay. UK with Brexit, we have like a lot of shipping issues with Diamond. Yeah. Um, so sometimes yeah. my books don't arrive um, at the comic book store. So I kind of just like take it as so when it when I didn't read X Men last week, I was like classic delays. Um, right. But then it looks like it may have come out this week. Um, I don't know. Uh, it was a cool issue though. I don't know. <laughs> Did you read it this week? Is this the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the one where everybody gets knocked out except for Polaris? Yeah, yeah, and she she doesn't kill a dog, but. The dog has a camera in it. Wait, what? There's like a dog puppy thing, and it's got like a camera. Oh, in that it. seal dog. And yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it like, and then it uh, like, yeah, yeah. And Jean's like, "Why would you do that?" And Morton's like, "It's not me. Like, it wasn't me. I promise." Right. Um. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's been like genetically engineering stuff, right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you also get like the Reavers or something. Yeah, it was kind of like I was wondering if it was trying to like justify the rest of the X Men issues, which is basically like we've been forced to deal with all these random things and it's all like connected somehow. But I was still kind of right. lost, so I was like, right, cool visuals though. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, Laura, aka Wolverine, is knocked out, and Polaris uses her body for her. Uh, to fight and so i thought that was cool um also people are saying that she's gonna go by dr polaris now instead of just polaris which is weird because there's like there's dr polaris in dc well yeah but also in dc there's like a magneto type villain called dr polaris uh in dc comics but all right you want to be a direct competitor yeah yeah uh, oh, and in this issue, Ben Urick goes to Cyclops and says, "I'm I'm gonna give you a couple days, but I'm gonna air the I'm gonna release the story about yeah. Resurrections." Yeah, yeah, because they um they have that barbecue that they invite everyone to, and he's like, "I like your yeah. barbecue, but I'm gonna release the story about your world." Yeah, I mean, what are the odds though Ben Urick is gonna die and the mutants are gonna get blamed? Like, it seems more likely oh, that's gonna happen. Yeah. We also did. Was there ever any follow up to? I forget who it was, but in issue one of the X Men, there was the guy that was really upset that they terraformed Mars. Went to Mars because he wanted yeah. to be the first person to go to Mars. But has that that hasn't? We haven't seen anywhere. him. We okay. haven't seen him in like an issue or two. Okay. But we will eventually. Because I think back. they they're not. Yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of the X Men titles are spinning their wheels until Inferno gets done with. Yeah, I. That's what I think is that. is going I on. I agree with that. Yeah, so. so, you know, New Mutants has their thing going on, but it doesn't affect much. Marauders is just like, okay, they're spinning the wheels, trying to yying. figure it out. X-Men's kind of spinning Basically the wheels, too. Trial of like, Magneto can't wrap up fast enough. Yeah. It's like, jeez. Oh, yeah, because if something, like, messed up happens in Inferno, it affects all the books, so. Yeah. We shall see. That's next week yeah. is Inferno number two. Yeah. So. Um. Do you guys have any any last couple of books uh, that you want to talk real quickly about? Like Manny, do you got like what else? What else did you have? Uh, Hardware season three, uh, Hardware season one number three, 
Um, okay. If you're not reading hardware, you really should be. Uh, the idea is that uh, Curtis Metcalf, the titular hardware, has been accused of uh, the Big Bang, which is where all the people got superpowers in the Milestone universe, and now he is on the run from his former employer and, like, father figure, Edwin Alba, who has completely screwed him over. In this issue, he uh, is... He believes that he has finally sort of found asylum, but Alba has tracked him down, and now there's sort of a little bit of a tension of whether or not he'll actually decide to go get him. Uh, this book has been really good, and um, Dennis Cowan is drawing it, so I'm contractually obligated to read it, because I love Dennis Cowan. So. All right. All right, cool, cool, cool. Danny, uh, you got another book you want to do quick? We can do quick blurbs back and forth uh, just to finish um, it up. Okay, cool. King of Spies um, from okay. Image, I believe. Um, yeah. Basically, your, your classic spy novel. Um, and the guy is like a very much James Bond type figure, um, but he learns yeah. that he has a terminal disease and has six months to live, um, and all of his family hate him, and he has their friends. And so he's like, oh, this is fucked up. Um, and then he's like, I'm going to go out swinging, um, is basically the story. So, it's and it's cool. Mark Miller. So, yeah. you know, it's hit or miss. As far as Mark Miller is hit or miss lately. Um, is it hit or miss so far? The first issue I enjoyed. So, yeah. there you go. The art on Mark Miller does a lot of good hilarious. first issues. Oh, Matteo Scalera is the artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matteo Scalera kicks ass right. in that book. His stuff is very, very good, and he does a really great job there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Manny, you got another book? Uh, I think that, like, I read Robin Annual one, which is fine. If you're reading the Robin book, you should read this because it has the origin of Flatline and, like, how Connor Hawk got oh. into the current. Oh, cool, like, yeah. continuity, so it has some some cool stuff yeah. in there. But otherwise, like, it's, it's like a pretty all right issue. It's just, like, getting a little backstory out with, a like, a, quite a few of the characters in the Lazarus tournament that we haven't uh, gotten a lot from in the main series. Okay. All right. Um, I read Teen Titans Academy 8, which is kind of a, 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 a bit of a better thing. Red X pops up back again. They also deal with the fact that Wally West killed Roy Harper, so why is Wally West hanging out with the Titans and there's a statue of Roy Harper out in front and it's called the Roy Harper Academy and they're still trying to figure that out and the kids steal the H dial from the new H dial person in order to communicate with dead heroes and uh, you know it's interesting enough uh, the last couple issues weren't that interesting but I thought this one was was pretty good Definitely interesting point, Danny yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else did I read? Justice League Dark annual. Um, Justice League yeah. Dark doesn't have a title right now, but it's the backside of Justice League. Um, and Justice League annual, Dark annual, really deals with the fallout yeah. from the Merlin stuff at the back of Justice League. Um, mm. I feel like it's setting up for a Justice League Dark book, but I don't think there's any slated. Um, so maybe it'll just continue to be at the back of Justice League. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, somebody needs to invest into the comic book industry to set up more shops. And even if there's a corporate shop, I don't mind. Like, I know that they're all like, per, like, like, you know, they're all uh, small businesses. But if like Disney opened up comic shops around, like for just even just for Marvel comics, like it would help a lot. 
I don't know. They could do more and tell more. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, Wonder Girl number five. Uh, I had to read... I, I read issues one and two, and I had to catch up on three, four to get to five, which I did. So I don't remember exactly what happened in this issue other than Eros the God wants wants Yara to stick around in Olympus to be with him forever. And and Hera is manipulating people and everybody looks beautiful. Uh, Hera looks great, but also Hera looks like they draw her really well. I don't know if you guys read this one. But like, oh, is the artist still Joel Jones on it? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Joel um, Jones can only draw pretty people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, but Hera looks like she has age on her, but she and she looks beautiful at the same time. Like, they don't draw her haggard or anything, but you can tell, like, she's older. She's the mother of the gods, right? But, like, also super hot. So, cool. Also, Yara Flor and her... her I don't know how to pronounce it in Portuguese, J-A-O-A, or no, J-O-A-O? Anyway, uh, that guy, they're all very looking people, and yeah. they're hanging out, and I'm just like, oh my. Oh, oh my. Um, but I want them to get together. That's been my ship since uh, issue one. It's like, get those two together. Um, <laughs> any last minute... Uh, comics i'm trying to i'm trying to see out of the list that we we had i read no holds barred and it's basically what a shakespeare is a superhero and it was great yeah um so would recommend it was very entertaining would recommend all right uh who read hecate's will somebody told me that they were going to read it i was going to but i literally could not find it anywhere so oh, okay all right um what about Lunar Room? Did Manny uh, say he was reading Lunar Room? Uh, it did not come out this week. Oh, it I did come out this week? Okay. Week. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you read Dark Blood or you didn't read Dark Blood? I missed Dark Blood this week. Okay. And then, okay, that's all for indies. Uh, awesome. Uh, we may have gotten through mostly everything, bar a couple, you know, Otherwise, Venom Two came out, uh, but I I did not read it. Did you guys did. read Venom Two? Yeah. Was it whatever? It's fine. I'm. I feel like I got like really exhausted with all the Venom stuff after the Donny Cade stuff, which was like cool, but it was just like so, so much, right? Yeah. Uh, so now I'm just like I, I can I can chill out on Venom for a little bit. This in this book, uh, we we sort of go on the ramifications of Edison now properly being bonded with the symbiote. Uh, yeah. And he is on the run from somebody. Uh, and also okay. there is a mysterious figure who's been going to Eddie Brock proper and going like, some shit's going to go down in the future, man, so you better be prepped for that, guy. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's all right. Like, I'm sure as this goes on, like, it, it'll ramp up. But for now, I'm just like, it's, it's a comic, you know? Yeah. Is it still Brian Hitch? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love, I've loved Brian Hitch. He has a very cinematic feel to his work. Um, and Ultimates would not have been half as good without Brian Hitch. Um, uh, so, okay. It's nice to see him back because I haven't seen yeah. him in a while. 
I think the last time I he was on Justice League early on in Rebirth. Oh yeah, early on in Rebirth. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't like I didn't like that arc anyway. Uh so I, I didn't read that. But Oh, and then he was in yeah, Justice League versus Suicide Squad, right? Right. That was him. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around okay. he's been popping around recently. Yeah. It feels like he's almost yeah. like a, a hitch resurgence, so I, I agree. He was uh, right. he, it seems like he couldn't find him for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanna thank you guys both for coming on the show today. Manny, Danny, uh uh you guys are always awesome. You always read a ton of stuff. And what's great about that is you read stuff that I don't read, so I get to learn more about the stuff I'm not reading, and then I get to be shamed into reading uh stuff that I have didn't already read. So thank you so much for that. Um Thank you to the audience out there who has been watching, listening. I know that that video hasn't been that great uh, recently. That is something on my end that I am trying to figure out. Um, if you're watching us, uh, oh, but our audio has been pretty good as far as I can tell. So uh, we will be releasing this as a podcast as usual, as per usual. If you're watching us live, you're watching us uh, on on YouTube, on Twitch. Uh, and on volume.com slash The Geek Show. Volume's a new streaming platform based around musicians, artists, performers, niche geek shows. That's where we come in, uh, and we we like Volume, and Volume likes us, and they're pretty awesome. Uh, we also release our podcast on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, and iHeartRadio. So if you've been listening to us on Spotify, maybe we pop up on your little, uh, what's it called? What was that Spotify thing that came out recently? Uh, where, what's it called? Spotify Wrapped. Spotify Wrapped, yes. Long-time guest of the show, Ben Schuber, a.k.a. Shuby Duber, posted his top five podcasts that he's been listening to, and we made his cut. So thank you, uh, thank you, Ben Schubert out there. What? Mm -hmm. What? Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, uh, I appreciate it because I don't expect us to, to, I don't know. I feel like we put in good work, but like, you know, it's, it's nice just to be nominated. Um, but, uh, uh, so yeah, grab us wherever, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, before we get going, Manny, what is your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? You can find me on TikTok at Manny's Picks. I do. Uh, recommendations, comic history stuff, and a variety of other things. I'm posted on there in a minute. I'm busy with school stuff, but I will be back. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Manny's.Picks. Awesome. Uh, Danny, what do you got? Um, you can find me on TikTok at Danny McGowan um, with an I, and on Instagram at Art by Danny L with a Y um, for funsies. Um, it's so, so confusing, Danny. <laughs> I just, you know, you gotta keep it fresh. You gotta keep people on your toes yeah. and make them not be able to find you. Um, yeah, so that's that's my two platforms that I'm on. So there you go. Okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, it just reminds me of of, of uh, frequent guests on the show, Darth Chaco. All of Darth Chaco's uh, uh, his his social media is all different. Like it's Darth Dot Chaco, it's Darth Chaco, Darth Chaco Seven. His YouTube used to be Darth Chocolate. Like, it's like, man, come on, Darth Choco. Maybe he's listening to us right now. I don't know. But uh, I, I always get on his case for that. So I always think it's funny. Um, 
Uh, but thank you guys so much for coming on the show and being a part of this. Uh, for anyone who wants to find them, definitely go find Danny and Manny on TikTok and on Instagram and anywhere else that they have social media. Uh, they're awesome there. If you also uh, want to have clickable links to where they are, go to Instagram at The Keeg Show. Uh, follow us on, on Instagram at The Keeg Show. Follow us on TikTok at The Keeg Show. And, you know, tweet at us uh, on, on Twitter. We're also at The Keeg Show there. But I definitely uh, put up their information up there just in case you want another avenue to find them, find Manny and Danny. Um, but other than that, thank you guys so much for, for coming on the show. Comic Talk is every Thursday in December, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I'm not sure what time in Scotland, uh, Danny, but uh, add a lot 12 of hours. To, 12 to 2 p.m., uh, 2 a.m. 12 to yeah, 12 to 2 a.m. in uh, in Scotland. So uh, thank you guys so much uh, for coming out. Uh, follow us where you want to follow us. Either way, we will see you next week for Comic Talk. And uh, also, we have the Hawkeye after show after every Hawkeye episode. And uh, oh, and then we're talking Smallville, I think, on Monday. So uh, that's going to be cool, too. So thank you guys so much. Peace out. Have a great day. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic